0: Where are you
1: going? For a drink? Where do you think you're going? For a drink? Come, let me get your a drink. going to Tashi Station For a drink? Where are you taking this? trunk? Where are you taking this? Troy! Where are you taking this? C. Welcome to We Serve Droids, your favorite kind of monthly Star Wars podcast. (laughs) I'm Scott. And I'm Chris. And we're testing out a uh, new sort of uh, series we're calling Where Are You Taking This Scene? (laughs) The pause is critical. (laughs) Yes, one of our all-time favorite Imperial officers for sure. So the idea of where are you taking this scene is going to be that Chris and I have commissioned the computer from Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory At to expense. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the miracle of modern technology to uh, give us a random timestamp from a Star Wars movie, and we'll watch the scene around that movie and kind of chat about it.
0: I'm nervous about the old Wonka computer here. I think it's going to be our financial ruin if this thing doesn't work.
1: Okay, so <laughs> are we going <laughs> to pretend that we haven't already picked this one? <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, I was going to at
1: least try. <laughs> why but, not? Chris, uh, uh, why don't you fire up the computer? Uh, All right. Chris, it has given us the timestamp for the last Jedi minute twenty one second twenty four. In
0: our defense, we did not rig this. This this was legitimate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, what happens like basically right at that second? That is
0: maybe the most infamous scene from from Last Jedi. Uh, I think that's a that's a that's a fair statement. Uh, I don't know how much how much longer we want to tease this go for it just tell us what it is um, that's uh, your favorite scene in mine uh old luke with the uh the milking there on uh on uh, new day
1: <laughs> milk was a bad choice so uh we figure we're just gonna chat about the whole sort of surrounding montage scene around it that starts at 21 24 in the last jedi and runs to about 22 20 gotta love a good montage that's right. Something that we do not get often in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Good point. Is there another montage in the saga? Oh, uh, uh, hmm. I guess solo, we sort of get one around the, the, the card game, right? Yeah. Nothing else is coming to mind.
0: Yeah, nothing else is, is popping out at me.
1: For this like sort of test run of, of where you're taking this scene, it's it's going to be you know a little bit less editing on our part a little more stripped down without the accoutrements of a normal We Serve Droids episode. So, uh, what do you say we just jump right into to this great scene, Chris? Let's do it. You better have those notes from the soft lanes repaired by midday or will
0: be hell to say. We'll see you in hell. You in hell. You in hell.
1: You in hell. So, we start uh, right just after Luke is kind of telling Ray that he's not going to leave and she tells Luke that she's not leaving without him.
0: Ah uh, yeah, the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Right. Who will break first?
1: We jump right in with a fantastic George Lucas wipe. Oh yeah. It's kind of a how do you describe it? Like a clock wipe where yeah. both hands of the clock are at 6 and as if they've just watched Luke drink the milk, they both go to midnight <laughs> 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 from opposite sides. <laughs> <laughs> does that sound about accurate
0: yeah I, I, there's probably a proper name for it but i like that better the clock wipe.
1: <laughs> so yeah we start off with with what ray just kind of following luke around the island mm, yes, aerial nice, shots at all
0: exactly yeah great shots of the uh the island here like the like slow overhead pan you kind of get like a sense of scale for everything and on the island and uh you see like some little like the little paths that the uh I guess the fish nuns have built over the centuries.
1: (laughs) I like the shot of, you get a little, like, sea monster dragon in the background. you catch that? Uh,
0: Yeah, like, right as she's, like, climbing up the, uh, like, the kind of uh, pass in the cliff there.
1: Yeah, it gives me a nice sort of, like, callback to the skeleton of the sand dragon on Tatooine. Oh, nice. I I thought you
0: were about to make a bigger fish joke, but...
1: (laughs) I, I apologize for that. There's always a bigger <laughs> fish.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's the <laughs> first time I ever didn't make that joke. Uh, you, you tried so hard to get us out of, the, uh, out of the mud there, and I just pulled us right back down.
1: <laughs> just such a beautiful location. I love seeing the kind of other islands in the distance and the path, like you say. I think I mentioned this in our Top Ten Planets uh, episode, but kind of remind me of you know, the bride having to climb up the mountain to get to Pai May and Kill Bill. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: that's right. It's this very sort of Zen master sort of, sort of vibe to the whole place.
1: And I guess uh, we get to to the infamous milking scene, right?
0: Just deep down, I think this has got to be Luke's attempt just to uh, dissuade her. He's just like, all right, what's my, uh, what's my top ten list of things I can do to uh, speed this process along here? <laughs> And he goes right, <laughs> right to number 10, right off the bat.
1: I think the proper name for this creature is the Thala Siren. I was kind of remembering um, this old episode of The Twilight Zone called The Lonely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen this one or not. It's about this uh, futuristic uh, prisoner, I think for murder or something. And he's sentenced to solitary confinement on an asteroid. And every few years, this, like, spaceman comes and gives him, you know, supplies to make it through the next year on the asteroid. Uh-huh. And eventually he leaves, leaves him, like, a, a, lady, a robot lady for company. <laughs> uh-huh. And he, like, resents the robot lady at first, but then, as you do, you know, falls in love with the robot lady. Mm-hmm. And so, finally, the spaceman comes to say, like, hey, your sentence has been commuted, it's time to go home. And the guy's like, oh, great. Let me go get, you know, Gladys or whatever her name is. Yeah. and He's like, no, we're not taking her. And the guy's <laughs> like, I'm not leaving without her. And the space spoiler, alert, the spaceman has to like shoot the robot lady in the face to get the guy to leave. Wow. And I'm <laughs> what I'm wondering is, is Luke just in love with this? Uh, <laughs> Thalos <laughs> Siren. Does Ray need to shoot the the siren to get him to leave? Oh, it'd be hilarious. There's a few of them there too. Ray's got her work cut out for her. Oh yeah. It's like no. the whole like sister wives thing going on here.
0: Yeah. I mean, do, do you think that's like the only one Luke, you know, Luke, uh, frequents maybe that kind of thing. <laughs>
1: like I like to think they all have different flavors, <laughs> but then each one, you know, each nipple is a little different too. It's like those, like, yeah. You know, those like futuristic soda fountains they have at like uh, five guys. Yeah. (laughs) where it takes like five minutes to get through all the options to get your root beer.
0: Yeah. And then it's it's out of the whatever one of the 40 ingredients it needs to make it. So you have to start (laughs) over look like a (laughs) like a jerk. So I can't read Luke's face. Does he like this milk or not? Uh, He's it, it looks very, very refreshing. I like I like to think that he's just he's making just direct eye contact with Ray the entire time. You know, getting the extra old man dribble down there on the uh on the old beard. Just just to make clear that, you know, that she understands what
1: she's in for if she hangs around. Yeah. It would be the scariest version of those got milk posters we used to have in the lunchroom <laughs> when we yeah. kids. Where like, you know, some celebrity would have the milk mustache. Uh, surely someone's made
0: one of those. And I know folks have made like the uh you know, the old blue milk from Tatooine and Sure. That joke's been done before. but
1: So what's your final say on, on whether or not Luke, Luke is digging this milk or not?
0: Mm, it's probably, a, I'm sure it's a case of uh, lack of options, that kind of thing. I mean, I'm sure it was a, you know, he hated it initially. Now it's just, you know, it's this or this or water or whatever kind of weird tea the fish nuns make. Now I think he's <laughs> like, you know, if he, if he left, he'd probably still have like a taste for it. You can get anything you want outside, uh, like out in the galaxy, but... I think he's a a green milkman now. Bebop! Cola! Good!
1: So, that's why Luke likes the milk. Does the siren like being milked?
0: Yeah. It turns to Ray afterwards, and I kind of get like a a Flintstones, like, it's a living kind of vibe from that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like a... um, you know, how about some privacy, lady? Kind of oh. <laughs> like a scowl, like, um, excuse me, this is, you know, a private moment. Yeah. But the best part of that is, like, then Ray looks away, right? Like, she yeah. kind of is like, oh, oh, you're right. It looks like she didn't
0: know what was, you know, what was going on. She's like, oh, what a nice little, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how the Thala Siren has a mouth kind of like Birdo from Super Mario Brothers 2.
0: <laughs> kind of like a, uh, what would you call it? Like a little snouty kind of thing, but like, droop. I don't know. How would you describe it? Like a I very mean, short elephant tusk or something? Yeah, or I was going to say,
1: like, so I think elephants are like related to dugongs and manatees or something. Mm-hmm. And so it's maybe something in between those. They have, yeah, a, very have a very manatee vibe, I feel like. Yeah, I
0: was, I was just going to say that. Yeah, exactly. They have very, uh, very sea cow vibe for obvious reason
1: did you ever think it was weird when you're a kid and you'd go to the zoo and the fact next to the manatee would say that sailors used to confuse manatees for mermaids <laughs>
0: it's like i guess if you're you're on a ship long enough you know
1: <laughs> if that's what mermaids look like then ariel was drawn much more sexy than the average mermaid <laughs>
0: someone someone needs to photoshop like a uh, a red wig and like a seashell bra
1: into a manatee I don't know, you got anything else about these these sirens?
0: No, nothing else for me
1: here. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? So we go from there to, like, the all-Madden difficulty spearfishing. Yeah, Luke's, Luke's fueled up and ready to take on the day here. The kind of comical challenge of this fishing venture makes mm-hmm. me feel like it would have been something on American Gladiators. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that big pole is actually just made of foam. Yeah, there's, like, a, a guy, like, a, one of the gladiators, like, whiffing tennis balls
0: at you that you have to dodge <laughs> yeah. while you're trying to do that.
1: Yeah, laser and turbo are shooting tennis yeah. balls at him.
0: <laughs> Does he just, do you think he just drags, like, drags up that 90-foot
1: pole, <laughs> like, after he's after he's
0: caught the fish?
1: Yeah, that's the part just, they don't say. Just hauls it up hand over hand. We're kind of made to tell later in the movie that Lucas sort of shut himself off from the force, right? Yeah, he's... Sh- shouldn't be getting any assistance here right uh i don't know if that entails like no levitation or not but he certainly seems to be doing things the old-fashioned way so yeah that's yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense i guess that's why it's like raining next time it you know it skips the 30 minutes it took for him to <laughs> to pull the fish up <laughs> drop it a few times yeah
0: Get the it. fish is it's like awkward. so
1: stinky by the time he gets it up <laughs>
0: kind of it falls off you have to like awkwardly try and grab it off the bottom and like
1: drag it out the side of the wall or something like that i was really disappointed that we did not get to see how luke was going to cook this fish oh yeah good point i think he's like a sashimi guy oh that would be that would probably make the most sense i was imagining he has one of those like ewok spits oh yeah that he and han were put on Uh, or maybe that's maybe uh, where Chewie is cooking the pork is actually like Luke had set that up for the fish. He comes back horrified that Chewie's cooking pork, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Chewie's like, "I hope he doesn't see the siren. I <laughs> just like go <gulped> down.
0: <laughs> One of the fish nuns too, because why not? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty much it for this montage, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Through the rain slams the door and. Chows down to a nice uh, two hundred pound fish or so. <laughs> maybe maybe he shares with the fish nuns. What sir? What have
1: we here? What sir? Oh,
0: what a mess! With the glass shield down, I can't even
1: see. What sir? These aren't the you're looking for. So, Chris, I think the cardinal rule of movie making is show, don't tell. Hmm, I agree. And that really seems to be at the heart of this montage. And so I'm wondering what you think the scene is telling us by what it shows.
0: Ah, uh, I mean we're we're getting some nice uh I don't know, maybe confirmation for lack of a better word, that, you know, Luke's very established here. He's, you know, very maybe old man set in his ways, that kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. you know, he's lived on this remote place and he's I mean, thriving in a way here, in his own way, you know, apart from the force.
1: He is, he is everything <laughs> a man could ask for, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thriving is a funny kind of word, right? Like he's thriving at a thing that maybe he shouldn't, though, right? Yeah, it,
0: it's it's yeah. You, know, you, you just have that feeling of like, man, what a waste. In, in a lot of ways, like it's just kind of been here this whole time, and you know, the galaxy's just kind of you know gone to shit around you.
1: Yeah, I, I think it. It's a great way to introduce sort of what Luke has become, who he is now, in a, a very efficient manner. You know, I don't think this movie could be any longer. I think it's a good length as is. hmm And I think this is an efficient way to do that. Yeah, it's 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 really like a almost a reintroduction to the character. So I think that it's really interesting that this montage is very clearly presented from Ray's point of view. Mm-hmm. And that we're usually seeing what she sees, and she's usually mirroring the audience's emotional reactions, mm-hmm. be it the sort of like disgust at the milk, or the like sort of fear at the like pole vault across the the pitfall water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's interesting because she's there in a scene with Luke, you know, in the original movies, and especially in the first movie in, in the nineteen seventy seven Star Wars. Luke was in many ways our stand-in. Yeah, that's true. We feel the same wonder and mystery he does. But now in this scene, he goes from sort of subject to object. And not just any object, but like an opaque one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good point. A lot of Star Wars fans were sort of put off by the way Luke was portrayed in this movie. And I wonder if there isn't something at heart... That it's not just the portrayal, but it's this subject to object kind of kind of move that, that maybe maybe estranged some some viewers. Yeah, Does that, that make any sense?
0: Yeah, I get to that that uncomfortable shift that, you know, this is not how I'm used to
1: experiencing this character.
0: Mm-hmm. That kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's like we go from inside his head to outside his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this person or this character we were familiar with is suddenly foreign. So I wonder if that's a little bit of the way some people, maybe not consciously, but sort of subconsciously, reacted to, to Luke in this movie.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, I'm sure everyone had their their expectations for you know what you know all the great things Luke was going to do in the intervening time and you know things like that, or the you know the the assumption was there that what would happen. But yeah, I would agree with that definitely.
1: You know, again, we we sort of struck gold in getting this scene to start off with because it's an, it's definitely one where. If you took it out of the movie, there would be a hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's not it's not terribly long, but it's very essential. Mm-hmm. To have like no dialogue. So yeah, so I, that's kind of all I have. I don't know if you had anything else. It's fine if not. Uh no, that's that's just about it. I think
0: that's uh, about the uh, juice we're going to get out of that lemon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's other you know there's other like side stuff like it's oh it's you know like a little little bit broader view of the island and stuff like that that's just that's really secondary i mean maybe
1: i'm getting a little too intro to lit college class (laughs) here to the point that i'm regretting even like starting off with this sentence but is the is the island a bit of like a you know island unto himself kind of metaphor like is the geography his psyche oh i tend
0: to lean in that direction yeah I mean it's it's not it's not barren, but it's it's very
1: sparse. Yeah. Sparse and like isolated. Yeah. Right? Like of all the ways that they could have portrayed this planet, they portray it as like a small island. And that's maybe like, you know, Luke's place in the in the galaxy right now. You know, he's not connected. Yeah. I don't know, that's maybe yeah. dumb. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I mean, it's it doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Right, by default, this is one of the best musical montage scenes in all of Star Wars. I don't know, what are some other fun montages in Hollywood that this could have looked like? Let's see, Rocky 1, Rocky 2, <laughs> Rocky 3.
0: <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Rocky 4 was just one, one big montage. I mean, Luke is in a sort of like training in Siberia mode. Yeah, like raise, raise those guys like following around in the car in the snow and they get stuck. Mm-hmm. I forget how the rest of that went. Like Luke's like lifting up like a wagon axle in a
1: barn or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it cuts to Kylo Ren like getting uh, juiced up in the lab and <laughs> using the like high tech bowflex.
0: Yeah, punching like a like a like a box and like a speaking spell spits out a score or something like that. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, the training montage is is a classic. Other classics are the the sporting event montage, right? Like oh, in, yeah. like Hoosiers or Teen Wolf. Yeah, ma- mandatory. I feel like if that was this one, we would see Luke just like bagging fish after fish after fish. <laughs> the quick cuts to like just fish just being plopped down on the shore. And then, of course, uh, one of my favorite 80s, 90s and now Hollywood montage tropes is the, uh, shopping scene. Oh, like, uh, yeah, like, a like
0: the, just the shot of like the, dressing room, like curtain or door opening and just like a new outfit, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. 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 Like Ray comes out of the hut, wearing an outfit and Chewie and Luke just like <laughs> nod no. And then she comes out another one and they nod no. And then she comes out a silly one and they like, you know, like dressed like the fish nuns and they all laugh. Yeah. I don't know. Any other good, good Hollywood montages? It's hard to beat the old, uh,
0: the Godfather, like, I guess what all the stuff going on during the, um, is it the conf- confirmation of the baptism? Yeah,
1: I guess the, the Order 66 scene is kind of like that. Oh, yeah, good point. That's another montage.
0: Yeah, I hadn't really, I never really considered that a montage, but yeah, it, it definitely is. There's the saddest, and I guess, montage and in indeed any history of cinema in, like, the first 10 minutes of Up.
1: Oh, gosh, Yeah. Yeah. I guess the this scene version of that is Luke and the siren falling in love and <laughs> finding out they can't have kids. And the siren, you know, being diagnosed with being eaten by Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> then Ray shows up to sell Luke like Girl Scout cookies or whatever it is he's doing.
0: Luke Luke is a very Carl. Is it Carl? Yeah. Uh, anyway, like the, the old man from Up. Luke is a very old man from Up vibe about him. I mean, we truly, I think,
1: looked up and got a got a pretty good one for the first go around. Oh, yeah. I I thought it was going to be like, you know, we could have gotten like two people on a turbo lift.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I I will again swear that this was this was truly random.
1: (laughs) We didn't pick this one out. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, these are going to be sort of short mini episodes. We do kind of mid month. What do you say we fire up the Wonka computer and and see what it gives us?
0: All right, give a little little tease for next time.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: It looks like we have uh, The Force Awakens at minute 73 and 19 seconds.
1: So this scene is when it looks like the First Order blows up Maz Kanata's castle on... Takawanda or whatever that planet
0: is oh yeah I can never remember the name of that planet nice that'll be another good one to talk about
1: alright as always of course uh, I want to thank Computer Music All Stars for the music and uh, yeah let us know send us an email at toys at gmail.com uh, you know you like the new feature you don't suggestions for it we're all ears anything to add? yeah it sounds great um, I guess we'll talk to you next time Scott alright talk to you then You guys look like... What do they look like, Jimmy? Dorks.
0: (laughs) They look like a couple of dorks.